What up, people? Welcome back to Chaos Movies. You're hanging out with me, Chris, and, uh, well, let's see if you want to hang out with me for much longer because I'm about to drop some bullshit on this crazy fucking mess of a movie called Gemini Man. <clears throat> Gemini Man, just doing some really light research, has been around since like 1997. It has some fucking names attached to this script. Uh, I mean, where do you start? Right now, the the current director that released this movie is um, Ang Lee. And to be honest, don't know much about him. I know he is responsible for Crouching Tiger, Hitting Dragon, Life of Pi, Brokeback Mountain, uh, Billy Lynn's, uh, just variations of movies and he must have he must have just thought let's have a crack at this or even will smith probably thought being that i think it's one of his productions and he thought let's have a crack at it the i think without going into too much detail this movie is just a big piece of shit that's just it it's so disorientated it's not even funny the dialogue doesn't match the 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 frame rates are weird um i'm not a massive frame rate person clearly i just watch a movie for what it is and how it looks and and what they choose to shoot and how they do the action and you name it this film from what i understand was meant for uh, uh, a technology that wasn't around that's why it didn't get produced or, or created back in the in the 90s and in the 2000s um, and the technology wasn't there to support the format that they wanted to run, which I think was supposed to be either 3D or 4K, so it wasn't around, and Disney just let it go. So it was picked up by um, other people, and you know they run with it. So the story is obviously an old story, and from what I understand, let's just let's look at it. Right, Will Smith is the main. Uh, lead actor in this film and he plays a um like a oh a scout marine scout sniper um you know uh retiring assassin his name's Henry Brogram uh he's pursued by this mysterious killer and he seems to know his every move um and without giving too much away which you would see straight up that it is, in fact, a younger version of himself that is pursuing him and trying to kill him, and he needs to find out who the creator is and who's behind it. Clearly, Owen Clive Owens is in this film, and you see him at the start, so you know he's going to play a part in this, and this is where it all gets messy. I mean, straight up the first opening scene is where Will Smith's got himself a nice sniper rifle, with a tripod suppressor. He's on this sort of perched on this this grassy knoll of a hill near near water and he's got a target to take out. And on the train where the target is, he's got a a um a man doing reconnaissance so he can make the shot. Now this train it's filmed in Bel Belgium. So I'm assuming it's not a bullet train, but it's uh it's on the Euro rail, so I'm assuming it's super fast. So funny thing, after you see a couple of shooting movies and guns and whatnot and how things work in that manner, I'm not a gun expert myself, but 
He lays down, sets his gun up, uh, takes some wind measurements, writes down some numbers in his book, and then gets the word from the guy on the train of how fast the train's traveling, and he's going to adjust. Now, he sights the train with his scope. And tell me, correct me if I'm fucking wrong, but when he locks in his sight scope, um, his increments or his clicks, um, one on top and one on the side of the scope, when he, he locks them in t- to, the, to his wind variance or whatever, he then turns the gun to the train looking through the scope and following the train as it's going along so he can eye the target in the move, window of the moving train. So to me, it's like, well, hang on. You just took all the wind values while looking at a certain direction and then you twist your gun completely to look at another direction and you're going to take a shot. I thought you've already just set your gun up to take a shot from that point and then you just, you just moved it, bumped it. I'm sure a shot at that distance and speed, every micro millimeter might count. So that was the first thing I think. Within 35 seconds of watching this film, I just saw that was shit. Now, if we're talking a movie that harnesses the, the, the accuracy of Sniper, I guess for me, it's Mark Wahlberg's film, The Shooter. Uh, I've done some research on that, that show and I realized he spent some time with uh, Scout Sniper Marines and uh, apparently Mark Wahlberg had what it takes and spent a lot of time learning how to lay how to hold the gun, how to breathe, even just everything. And when he does his shot in that film, it's just a can of beans over the other end of a, of a, of a valley. And he writes down all the wind values, movements of the axis of the earth, all that kind of stuff. But the can just doesn't move. And he shoots it. It's like 1760, uh, 1760 yards, which I think is a mile uh in, in the american language and he hits the can and it explodes and my, and that apparently that shot was authentic and real that was actually him doing all the homework himself he was out there for about an hour laying there trying to get it all down and he took the shot and he missed the can by about three inches according to the sources on film that's a that's a huge feat for an actor who's not a sniper didn't go through all the training now in this show well jesus christ he just slaps up a gun fucking trains moving at 285 kilometers an hour shoots a bullet and hits this guy in the neck and he's all pissed off like he gets the kill but he he just he's pissed off that he he missed and he's a retired ex-assassin who has according to him 75 kills under his belt and he's haunted by them all Will Smith doesn't sell it to me at all in this film. Doesn't sell it at all. He literally plays um, the detective um, from iRobot. It's literally that guy. It's Will Smith from iRobot put into this film with some really strange cinematography and special effects or frame rate work, whatever it is. It's It just feels very unnatural. Like I said earlier, it's very disconnected. Uh, it seems like a lot of the time that they talk in dialogue, each character is talking to a camera. And then when you're looking at the other character, you're hearing the voice of the other person talking. They're never, very rarely are they in the same shot together. It just 
disorientation, people. It's just frustrating. I stopped. I'm like, hang on. I'm 37 minutes in and I press pause and I was like, yeah, I'm done. I can't. I can't watch it. It got like a 5%, 5 out of 10 rating on IMDb. It was made for Clint Eastwood apparently. Uh, Harrison Ford and one other guy were tipped to play the part. And to be honest, I actually probably would have preferred that. Whoever decided that they needed to have a clone version of Will Smith as the attacker, uh, as the as the sorry antagonist protagonist type story, it's just just from like even Looper. Looper didn't really work for me, but at least they used Bruce Willis and then Joseph and Gordon Levitts, who looked weird as fuck in that film, but with some sort of prosthetics over his face. But he, it, that was a different dynamic there. It was kind of like, you know, you like Bruce Willis, you like Joseph, it's all good. But I didn't believe that those two were the future and, and past versions of each other. In this film, it's like Bad Boys 2 meets pursuit uh not pursuit of happiness um bad boys bad boys two meets um seven pounds let's just say that that's that's what i'm that's what i'm going with here i don't it doesn't get me at all so let's run let me run through a little bit of trivia on this film i did read something earlier on so here you go tony scott um who's scott free entertainment and curtis hansen were attached to this film in the 90s when disney was producing the movie because computer effects were not advanced enough at the time, the studio cancelled the project. Okay. Then the original script was written for Clint Eastwood. Shows you how fucking old it is. And from 03 to 2010, Nicholas Cage was attached to this project. Like, that's going to make anything fucking good out of it. It was finally due to uh, go into production in 2008. But Cage convinced Jerry Bruckenheimer to work on Sorcerer's Apprentice instead. So... I mean, that was terrible fucking movie as well, but they chose The Sorcerer's Apprentice over this script, so clearly it wasn't to a lot of people's likings. Um, the um, Yeah, so Ang Lee, the director, it's his second film that he shot in 4K 3D, and the frame rate, like I said earlier on, was 120 um, frame, frames per second. He's only ever done it in one of his other films called Halftime Walk. Apparently not a massive film either. Johnny Depp turned this script down in 2012. I'm just reading all this trivia stuff and it's it just, you know, if you're a, you're a former scout sniper in the, the Marine Corps, which from my understanding, that is like the hardest training you would ever go into. I think you would literally have to be a Marine once you're a marine, you got to become. You want to become a sniper. You go into like a whole new level of fucking training. It's like balls deep in madness, right? But Will Smith is a retired scout sniper in this show, and he just acts like, hey, it's just he he should be numb. He should be emotionless, numb. I mean, there's plenty of other movies that we've watched in the past where you you'll see a guy who's killed so many people they just basically go. They're just, no, nothing makes them happy. It doesn't matter what they do. Anyway, um, the, um, yeah, the, the, the basic premise of the movie, I think, is, is like a, 
it's just one of those shows where it's it's um, someone tries to get out of an organisation but finds themselves back into it and someone's going to take them out because, like anything, I think we've seen it in John Wick, we've seen it in Polar. You know, the older you get, the more... Um, uh, the more awake you are to the organisation you work under and then, of course, that organisation feels threatened by you so they want to take you out to make it quiet. Blah, 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 blah. Heard the story a million times. It's just, it's just a piece of shit. Actually, no, sorry. Sorry. It's a piece of shit in terms of storyline, narrative, everything, everything, 98%. But it actually has some really beautiful shots. I literally checked out the locations on this film and... It, it spent a lot of time in various, oh, like uh, Belgium, um, the other shots were taken. So the first, first opening scene was in Belgium, which is the, the train scene. It's filmed in Hungary. It's filmed in um, uh, Savannah, Georgia, which I assume is where he lives at the start. Um, and... Yeah, no, just Brooklyn. Yeah, it's filmed in Brooklyn, New York. So they spend a lot of time traveling around to destinations that really just don't do shit for you apart from make you go, oh, wow, it's really vibrant and colorful. There's a huge motocross scene in this in this film too and it makes no sense whatsoever. He's, he, Will Smith gets away on a, on a motocross bike and it's completely unstickered and uh, it's got no badges on it whatsoever that I could see. I'm not an expert on motocross, but I couldn't see any. And then when his younger self was chasing him, he managed to come across a cop who also had a fucking motocross bike, a green and white one. Will Smith was on a red and white one. And then they'd do some sort of fight scene with motorbikes. I'm like, well, who, what, what police have KTM or Yamaha or God knows whatever they are, KTX, sorry, or KTM motorbikes as police bikes? And their vests, the vests that the police are wearing are matching the colours of the bikes with no sirens, no, no strobe lights, nothing. It's like really, really bullshit. Makes absolutely no impact on me whatsoever. I was never excited about this film. I didn't want to watch it. I just thought I was sitting here watching Blood Diamond and I would have loved to have talked about Blood Diamond. But you know what? If I watch Blood Diamond and do a little podcast on Blood Diamond, you know what I'd say? Blood Diamond stars blah, 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 blah. It's fucking awesome. Well done. Moving on. 30 seconds, podcast done. You guys already know that. I, I loved everything about that show. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop watching Blood Diamond. I watched it so many times before. Gemini Man pops up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. Messaged one of my mates, just said, I'm about to watch Gemini. He's like, don't. I'm like, I'm going to. He's like, all right. So I did and get 30 minutes in and just like, I can't do it. So anyway, guys, it's worth the look just to just to see how unnerving or how nerve-wracking it is to watch something that just fucking confuses the shit out of you and annoys you and you just can't see it for what it really is so i uh indulge me have a watch listen to my podcast jump on spotify it's available on all the platforms um slag me a review if you want doesn't bother me, but let's see if I can come up with another movie next week that might be a little bit uh, more uh, 
to our liking, I guess. Anyway, guys, as always, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. It's Chris, Chaos Movies. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.